1: This is Kevin. And this is John. And this is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger, the podcast where we take a long, hard look back at some of our favorite action movies from the era of Arnold.
0: As you know, Schwarzenegger is the icon of the genre, and we're taking a deep dive into some of these 80s and 90s cult action movies and breaking them all the way down.
1: Woo! Now, when I was a young boy, at the age of five, Gonna be the life. How are you doing today, John? Hey, buddy, I'm great. Happy holidays to you. <laughs> happy holidays to you, too. Um, and happy holidays to all y'all listeners out to there. To you and yours. <laughs> We're back to talk a little more about a little uh, Christmas action flick. That's right. This is The Long Kiss Goodnight, episode two. That's right, 1996
0: vehicle starring Gina Davis and Samuel L. Jackson. That's right. You're just tearing shit up.
1: Yeah, they are. An unlikely, uh an unlikely pair.
0: If ever there was one. <laughs> and there was one. And uh yeah, our first episode uh we sort of established that Samantha Kane a la Jason Bourne was suffering from amnesia for about eight years. She didn't have any idea who she is. Uh, but she was knocked up when they found her, and she has a, a little girl, eight years old now, named Caitlin. That's right. She's living in upstate New York, uh, living a teacher's life uh, with her boyfriend, Hal. And um, she's got some – she's been spending money on private detectives to, like, find out about her past. But right. As, as, as anyone an would, writer, you
1: want to figure out – you want to unearth your past. Right. Absolutely.
0: That makes sense to me. Um, And, yeah, like we said, this is around the holidays. And so she starts to sort of have an awakening after uh, an accident on the way home, like taking a guy home from the Christmas party. And so it's like this alter ego or something is starting to wake up. Um, This dude in prison saw her via some news footage in the Christmas parade, broke out of jail to try to kill her.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I would have uh, just broken out of jail to get out of jail, but this guy needed
0: the extra motivation. He needed that impetus, that push over the edge. (laughs) And uh, so, yeah, he shows up on her doorstep. A struggle ensues, and she dispatches him via Boston Cream Pie. That's right. (laughs) Right (laughs) as Mitch is showing up to let her know that they've got a lead on someone who might know who she is. That's right. And there we go. A whole lot happened. That's right.
1: For sure. But happy holidays anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, So the story picks up uh, the morning after this one-eyed man had come to attack. Right. um, Sam is explaining to the daughter, Caitlin, that she's going to go with Mitch for a while to try to find out some more stuff about herself. She is sporting a very, very weird hat. It's conspicuous. It's like a fucking quilt. It's like a yeah. quilted material wrapped around her head basically. Again, it looks more like a it looks more like a
0: turban than like a toboggan or something like yeah. that or a a beanie or In something. In my
1: mind, I'm thinking I think they're just making wardrobe choices to make her very much like the suburban like frumpalump. lump. Yeah, frumpy sort of <laughs> housewife, harmless whatever that she has been living as the past however many years. Right. Um but yeah, she tells Caitlyn she's going to be home before she knows it. And, you know, to keep from missing her too badly, she suggests that she light a candle and keep it burning in the window as a vigil.
0: Which seems dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Play with some matches. Put a, bur- like, a live flame in your window next to some curtains.
1: Also kind of ridiculous is that she produces from I'm not sure where uh-huh. a big candle in a box and sort of just shoves it in Caitlyn's jacket and is like, here, take this candle. What?
0: And here's a book of matches.
1: You could have easily, or just as easily and less awkwardly said, have Hal get you a candle and you should keep a candle on your... The fact that she had the candle just locked and loaded was weird. Would it
0: have been more or less awkward if she'd taken like a single candlestick and put it in her jacket? <laughs> Here you go.
1: Yeah. It would have been... It, there was no way just for as that. as awkward. There was no way for that not to play awkwardly. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, that's just bizarre. But... She also uh, takes a sharpie and writes her phone number, her cell phone number, on Caitlin's cast. Right. And it's like, here's my number. You know, call anytime you want to talk. Um, and she takes what this charm bracelet that she typically wears herself.
0: Yeah. The only other thing that she did have, and maybe that was one of the things when she was first meeting Mitch, is that she had this charm bracelet or like a key with a. The numbers are filed off, and she doesn't know yes, what it's two, but right. she keeps it on a charm bracelet.
1: So she uh, clasps that around Mr. Perkins, the teddy bear's neck. Mr. Perkins. And says, you know, yeah. It's two little, two little story threads that are going to pay off later on. Right. Um, for sure. So Hal is very supportive of all of this. Yeah, you like this
0: moment from Amandiz or Amandes, whatever yeah. it is, how you pronounce it. name. I mean,
1: he was just very much like, he was, a, I guess, a stand-up dude. I don't know, how mm-hmm. you feel like you would react in that situation if, so A, someone been trying to kill her, yeah. and then she's saying, I'm going to go try to figure out why people want to kill me. Yeah,
0: and you've also been seeing, like, hints of, like, she something's up with her, like, with her knife throwing and her ability to dispatch yeah. of an assassin.
1: There's enough red flags, I don't know what the right thing to do here is, but it's, um, you almost want to say, like, why don't we just pick up and move somewhere else yeah try to get over. away from
0: this that's what i would do
1: but he was like uh he was also just like acting his ass off i felt yeah. like like he was overcome by emotion like yeah. it seemed like he was near tears it's Like no
0: matter what you find out i'm here for it i love you i don't think he said i love you but yeah. he's still here for it
1: but she kisses him she gives him a long kiss goodbye yeah oh <laughs> sweet and then uh then they're on their way now cut to the motherfucking White House. Of course. Of course that's <laughs> the, where
0: we're going next. The this.
1: scope of this movie, the scope of this movie has just expanded. Yes. Um we're in like the White House kitchen where the president is making himself like a midnight snack. He's got the Love big honey baked ham out.
0: Yeah. He's got a meat <laughs> tray. <laughs>
1: yeah. He's assembling uh he's assembling a sandwich or something and there's a like a some shady figure there named Mr. Perkins. Yeah. Um what? Yeah. So, the president is chewing out Mr. Perkins. Right. Because Mr. Perkins has lost an agent who I think they presumed was dead. Yeah. That's what they mean by lost. Yeah, he says, as far as I know, she was dead. Who's like a a super well-trained assassin. Right. And then she turns up like on the local news in a Christmas parade.
0: Okay, so now we know who everyone thinks Samantha Kane is.
1: Yeah, they all think much like in Bourne when everyone thinks they don't know or believe that Bourne has amnesia. So, they don't know what it is that he's up to. Right. Um, well, you must be. What do you want? What are you trying to do? Now they're like, yeah, you must. She must have an agenda. Like, right. what's she up to here? Um, the president was played by G. D. Spradlin, who was Senator Geary. Yeah, he played the he played the evil senator in Godfather Part Two. Mister Corleone. Uh, <laughs> he had a very distinct voice, doesn't yeah. he? Um I like to imagine that this is President Geary. Like the same he, universe. Yeah, <laughs> he went on. This is a shared. This is the Godfather cinematic universe. Um,
0: That's amazing. <laughs> I love that.
1: Yeah, it's just you can't hear that voice and not think of that guy. I'm on board. Kay? Um Mr. But yeah. so the guy Perkins says to his knowledge, Charlie Baltimore, who is a relic of the Cold War, has has been dead. Right. Now he says she is like a she is some kind of a violent operative that has since been eliminated from the ranks. I just,
0: I love that the president's like just berating these guys. You come come into my house and you're like whining about, oh, we lost this agent. We need some more money. <laughs> and he's like got the budget coming up soon. And he's like, fuck you guys. Let's right. go into healthcare.
1: The guy he says, <laughs> where, where's my funding? I'll tell you where it is. Can you say health Love it. I like the idea that I'm going to go waste your money on health care. Yeah, like that's the I, way it please, is. Please, please waste my taxpayer money on healthcare. That please. would be amazing.
0: I, I, I want to <laughs> sign up for that. I want to vote for I'd vote for President Geary if he's <laughs> wasting wasting my tax dollars on healthcare. Yeah.
1: So now we cut back to the car. Uh Sam and Mitch are cruising along. It's become like a road trip movie now.
0: Yeah. He's
1: they're listening. I love that they're listening to it. I'd really love to see you tonight. So I looked at the guys England Dan and John Ford Coley fucking killer, like, easy listening Na, song.
0: Da, 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 da,
1: da. I love that shit, dude. Uh, Mitch is singing along. Seems like he's flubbing the lyrics up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's cold in the car. This bit was fucking <laughs> you brilliant. Cold? You can turn the heater he's like, on. You told, yeah, you can turn <laughs> the heater on. It doesn't work, but it makes a really annoying sound that distracts from how cold it is. <laughs> that is some good writing. That's yeah, way good humor. Go yeah, crushes it. Um, when Yeah, when a Shane Black joke hits... It crushes. Like it is hard. Yeah, I like it. Um, so Sam is looking through uh, this postcard that right. was, I guess, amongst the effects.
0: So someone named, like, Uncle Max.
1: Yeah, it's written from, from, her. Char- from Samantha or from, from, from Charlene. For Charlie. Yeah, it was written from Charlie yeah. to Uncle Max. Right. And it was saying oh, I'm engaged with a... To a dude named Luke. To a dude named Luke. You guys should come to the wedding. And and gave an address for where on Luke lives. Come on to the coast. we we'll
0: have a few lives.
1: <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it gave an address on like rural route, whatever, someplace out in the yeah. middle of nowhere, New York.
0: And she's gotten yeah no memory of this card. It doesn't make any sense. The idea of being engaged doesn't make any sense. Like no bells and whistles are going on. Yeah, off.
1: and she's thinking, well, let's go and pay a surprise visit to this guy. Um, which is that's an option. Yeah. Why don't
0: yeah Why wouldn't you like <laughs> look him up and call, call him first? Him.
1: Yeah. Yes. Anyway, there's a lot. There's a lot of questions, but um. Sam is asking Mitch, like, how would you get so far on my case when all the other detectives, you know, weren't able to do anything? Because you look cheap, poorly yeah. made. <laughs> um, as this is happening, uh, Mitch is distracted by a hot jogger. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, swerves off the road know, almost, just like and he's, like, looking back over his highway, shoulder, he's yeah. like, wahoo! Which is, I've... I've been distracted by a lovely pedestrian in my my time. I I identified with that moment. Mm. Um, But yeah, there's a little bit of back and forth between the two of them about it. I was amused by all of this. Yeah, it's good writing. Mitch is like, oh, no, you you had her beat hands down. Then he sort of says, from the neck up. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) She's like, oh, wow, you saw some boobs. Cool. How neat. He's like, look, it's a guy thing. He's like, hey, now, you got a nice body and all. But I mean, (laughs) hold on. I wrote it down. I wrote it down. He says, Look, it's a guy thing, all right? Hey, now you got a nice body and all, but I mean, hey, you can see them coming from around the corner. You got time to comb your hair. Shit. (laughs) It's just, it's Sam Jackson chewing scenery. Yeah, he enjoys it.
0: Um, I enjoyed it too. Yeah. And then she's like, she's still like rifling through the stuff. And then how long do you think he's had this? He's only had this stuff for a couple of days. So maybe he hasn't gone through, maybe out of respect for her, he wanted to let her look through it first. I
1: guess so. Yeah, or he hasn't—he hasn't gone through everything with a fine tooth comb. Right, There's a
0: bunch of books. And yeah, stuff. she's like flipping through one of the books, and he sees something—an inscription. Yeah, and it's like to Charlie from Nathan.
1: Right. It was like from the author, I guess. Yeah, was it the author of the yeah, book? Yeah,
0: Doctor Nathan J. Waldman, PhD.
1: Okay. So, then uh, they're saying, "Well, let's figure out who that is." You know, we need to find a phone. Right. And she's like, "I got a phone," and pulled one out of her pocket. This was like the—this was the early days of that becoming a normal thing. Right. Yeah, the proliferation of cell phones. Exactly. Um so then he's like, all right, we'll try to find this dude's number. Yeah. So she gets to work. However that would have worked. What do you call the operator and You call the operator. Ask call, for
0: information. I think that at that by that time 411 may have been
1: a thing. Yeah, I didn't really question it in the moment. Yeah. So it works. Um now we cut to there's like a huge sort of Victorian house, beautiful. Yeah, it's awesome. Um there's an old lady watching Three Stooges. Badass. And she's just like, she seems confused by the pratfalls. Um, <laughs> I loved it. And Brian Cox is sitting there at like the, the dining room table. He's disgusted by this woman's dog.
0: Alice, please, the dog, Alice. He's been licking his asshole for three straight hours. I submit to you there's nothing there worth more than an hour's attention. And I should think that whatever he's attempting to dislodge is either gone for good or there to stay.
1: Wouldn't you agree? <laughs> epic, <laughs> epic rant. Oh, he's so good. Brian Cox is always so good
0: in everything. Yeah,
1: think of is Succession. Oh. He's, he's so incredible. fucking hateful old man. He was also played a very similar role to this in Born Identity and Born right. and Born uh, Supremacy. Ex-
0: exactly. Except for in this one, he's more or less a good guy. But then he's
1: also, <laughs> I've seen, you know, he's in Super Troopers doing comedy. Yeah, yeah. He was in um, Manhunter. He was the first on screen Hannibal Lecter. I remember that.
0: I remember you watched, you introduced me to that movie.
1: Yeah, pretty solid. Yeah. Michael Mann. I like good. Michael
0: Mann stuff for sure.
1: I'm not. We don't know what's the relationship between he and Alice, who seems ten Fairly to fifteen yeah. years older than or, him,
0: or even older. Big like, sister? I think older sister for sure. Okay. There's they're, nothing. There's they're no living, romantic. Angle. They're living in the manor house that they grew up in in New England.
1: That could be. It's like it had that look of like an old orphanage or they're something. Like it old was like, New
0: England money.
1: Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the phone rings in the house. Uh, Brian Cox gets up to go answer it. It's Sam. She says she got the number from a realtor in Massachusetts. Maybe he's in Massachusetts then.
0: Uh, He is. Well, the old man in Massachusetts is... Ah, that's him. Okay. So she tracked him down.
1: Maybe she started in New York and then started fanning out. Sure. Or maybe there's an author bio in the the book sleeve or something. Maybe
0: in the book sleeve it says, yeah, he lives in Massachusetts with his sister, Catherine.
1: Right. (laughs) (laughs) With his elderly, his spinster sister, Catherine. They own a Pomeranian. That's right. (laughs) Um, But yeah, she's... She speaks, and it seemed like he recognized her voice immediately. Like Yeah, instantaneously. Um, she does have sort of a husky voice. Yeah. It's, so um, I could see it. Uh, Charlie? But Yeah, he calls her Charlie and is shocked to be hearing from her. Seems like he's happy to be hearing yeah, from her.
0: Yeah, very excited.
1: He says that chapter, the, the second time we've heard this word uttered, uh, that they think that she's dead. Right. So she's like, well, tell me my full name. He says her name is Charlene Elizabeth Baltimore. Right. He tells her not to talk, just to listen, because she's in danger. Sensible. He says, we need to meet ASAP. Where are you? He seems to know his geography pretty well. He says, let's meet halfway in the between <laughs> where is, I am and you are.
0: This is not the first time in this movie that someone is like MapQuest in their head <laughs> immediately. People just knew their geography yeah. instantly back yeah. in the day.
1: He says, there's a town in New Jersey called Chesterman. Let's meet there at the train station tomorrow, 11 a.m., and I'll tell you everything. Yeah. All... Um, right on. Yeah. All right. So he hangs up. We get a cut to... Uh, some sort of intelligence operator listening in on this phone call. He so was, this,
0: this was the old man in Massachusetts that Timothy from the first episode, who is a, he was the villain we were introduced to, Yeah. Um, that seemed to be shocked that Charlie slash Sam was still alive, and he said, tap the old man's phone.
1: So the threads are starting to come together That's a right. little bit here. That's um, but, yes, so now we cut to Roadside Hotel, the Dutch Cabin Motor Court, which kind of looked awesome to me.
0: I would love to stay there. <laughs> I like
1: old school, like, m- modern, you know, whatever, 50s and 60s,
0: yeah. like, hotels, motels. There's a movement across the country right now to, like, take old roadside motels and pick yeah. them up and turn oh, them yeah. into, like, uh, you know, turn-of-the-century, mid-century modern, like, roadside oases.
1: It takes me back to, like, childhood vacations yeah. when those things were still around. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I dug the hell out of that. Mitch is watching The Long Goodbye, right? Like film noir Altman movie like from Elliot the seventies.
0: Yeah, Elliot Gould. I've never seen it. I've never seen it either, but it's on my, it's in my Criterion queue. Is it a
1: Criterion title? <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, then it must be good then. Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, Samantha, she's on the phone with Caitlin. They're talking about Rugrats. Hell yeah throwback. Okay, Toby. <laughs> I love that show, dude. It's awesome. And then she's on uh on the paper writing her name down over and over again, right. the Charlene name, right? Charlene Elizabeth Baltimore, yeah. yeah. So in my recollection, Rugrats was a morning cartoon on Nickelodeon. They're talking about how can I stay up late to watch Rugrats? It was not a
0: sneak show for yeah. for certain.
1: Maybe there were reruns on at night or something like this, but I
0: don't or maybe she had a VHS tape Oh. I don't know. Maybe she yeah. had some episodes recorded. Surely,
1: because honestly, I think the first run of that series was like years before this. Yeah. Um, so it could have been an old VHS tape or
0: something.
1: Yeah, that show was one of my favorites. Awesome. Speaking so. of humming songs, <laughs> Mitch is in the other room, the adjoining room, singing like a bluesy. Da, da, na, na, na. I'm going
0: to let you do it. Put a guy's it. in my pocket. Da, da, na, na, na. <laughs> Put the jacket on the chair. And he sings. He sings. He says. He sings the things that he does, so you won't forget him.
1: Would that get annoying real fast if you lived with a person that maybe, did that?
0: Maybe that's why he and his ex-wife are divorced.
1: <laughs> the, the, <laughs> we don't know yet. But maybe crime, that's The crime, the the thievery, she could live with. But right. The singing. Da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. Does that make sense to you as a as a mechanism to remember things?
0: I've done. I mean, I like so to memorize the first. I think I had to memorize the first. 100 elements in the periodic table at some point in one order, time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I made up a song to remember them.
1: Okay, right on then. Yeah, Hydrogen, I, mean, I can definitely helium, see it work.
0: Lithium, beryllium, boron, carbon, nitrogen, oxygen.
1: That's all. That's all. I <laughs> <remember now. laughs> go, man, go. Um, so Samantha, she gets off the phone with the daughter. She's fucking frustrated. Right. She's like wads up her paper that she's been writing on and chucks it. Talks about this has been a fucking waste. Yeah. Um, Mitch sort of calls her out. Like, do you? Do you always swear this much? Right. Uh, which is uh, ironic coming from Samuel L. Jackson. Right, exactly. One of the most prolific... Hypocrite. One of the most prolific swearers I've ever heard. He's amazing. She asks him, what are you, a Mormon? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm a Mormon. That's why I've been sitting here smoking a pack of Newport and drinking vodka Three vodka tonics. <laughs> Love that. But um, yeah, he's, he's kind of funny. He's like, well, back when we first met... You were all like, oh, fooey I burned the muffins. <laughs> and now, yeah, now you're like this chick. Yeah. So I dug it. Yeah, uh, it works. T- she tells him to mind his business, and then she's like going to slam the door in his face. She's like, and if you're going to smoke, close the damn door. And like, I love the moment where he hops <sighs> he, he, he a bunch of smoke through the door oh, as it's awesome. closing. It's funny to me. Uh, she takes like a big old suitcase that's in there, and she tosses it on the bed. She. Flings it open,
0: and we assume that this is the suitcase that was in storage all these years. It, it, was must, the have, it
1: must have come from the landlord. I wish right? they, I it's wish it's like they had told shit. us
0: before, like what this suitcase. is. It
1: is a little bit like, all right, what's going on now? Right. She empties the thing out. She sort of comes to realize it has a false bottom. Right. To it, um, she pulls the false bottom out, and there's like one of these sniper rifles. And she's like, like, ah!
0: it's been like disassembled in yeah. pieces,
1: like. Isn't that like every spy movie also? It's like, like it's all
0: like meticulously put it like it's in this form-fitted case. Yeah, it's like a
1: foam like yeah. with it's all
0: yeah. It's like specialty cut.
1: I feel like that's a thing. Like yeah. every spy movie, there's like the safe deposit box or the suitcase or whatever, briefcase that's filled with that all that shit.
0: Yeah, with money or guns. <laughs> Same thing as inborn.
1: So she sort of by like instinct it seems like she just starts assembling the pieces like super fast, you know, like yeah. in Forrest Gump. Yeah. Uh, when he's, whatever, like, assembling the rifle.
0: God damn it,
1: go! (laughs) (laughs) Why did you put your weapon together so fast? Because you told me to. God damn it, go! (laughs) Outstanding. I also feel like every amnesia movie has this thing where it's, like, the muscle memory. Yeah, 100%. Whatever, this is not the first time for this movie. (laughs) No. But so, yeah, she puts it together real quick. She catches a glimpse of herself in the mirror holding it. Like, freaks her out. Right, she sets it down. There's also, like, a knife. In the case in a sheath, this
0: was interesting to me that she unsheaths it and I didn't remember this from the first few, like dozen times I saw this but uh-huh. the, the knife looks exactly like the knife that Timothy had
1: which is interesting for a number of reasons right there seems it seems to draw a connection yeah for between sure. uh, who Timothy worked for and who she used to work for exactly I guess. yeah um, totally so she turns she puts the knife down in her evil uh, reflection, the blonde-haired version is in the mirror with blood running down her face.
0: It's so weird. Sam <laughs> turns
1: back towards the mirror and, like, she slices her throat sort yeah, of the, out the, the through the mirror. The evil reflection,
0: like, reaches out and slashes her There's, like, a throat. blood
1: splatter. Yeah. It's gross. But then uh, Sam, like, snaps awake. It like, was all a dream. It was all a dream, except... The rifle is still on the bed. It was real. It was real all along. (laughs) She sort of screams goofily. She like, oh, 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 no. no. (laughs) She runs over to the bed and grabs the rifle. And I thought Mitch Mitch flings the adjoining room door open. Why would not he knock first? Well, I have theories. Okay. (laughs) She whirls around and she shoots and almost hits him with the gun. Yeah. He's saying, I heard you screaming as he comes bursting in but he was there so fast like after the the little scream that she did let out i got the impression like that he was just sort of waiting on the other side of the door like indiana jones in really? temple of doom style like he was okay. just waiting for her to give him the signal to come uh, in and bone down oh really <laughs> He was there so fast. I think he was just waiting for any excuse to fling the door I think if he open. heard the,
0: fir- the first noise that she made was a good four seconds before he came through the door.
1: Still, that's really fast. I, don't,
0: I He should have knocked is all I'm saying. <laughs> but, like, I, I think four, count four. Ah. I think he was hoping to sneak a peek. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think he's, he doesn't seem like he's that skeezy with her because she's a yeah, client. I don't know. She's
1: a client. He's, de- let's face facts, he's a fucked a client before
0: yeah, 100% you're right.
1: <laughs> but apparently this whole thing, everything's going on, this was more than Mitch had signed up for. I don't believe it. Because they, they cut to, they're walking through the parking lot. He's like, they packed up, they left abruptly. He's like, I paid you. And he's like, here's your money back. Yeah, and take your money back. back. I'm going to take you back home. Like, I am done with you. I'm not seeing this thing through anymore or whatever. Like We get some
0: really interesting exposition here where she's like, I can't go home. It's like being in prison. I feel trapped. He's like, do, She's like, do you know what that's like?
1: Yeah, he he's goes like,
0: nuts. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I know what it's like. I'm
1: I- not going
0: back! Yeah, so we we get that he was locked up for four years in Marion, Illinois, and it was a real shithole. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't want to have anything to do that could potentially land him back in jail, and rightfully so.
1: He's Sam Samuel L. Jackson is an acting god. He's great. He's so fucking good. Any yeah. scene, any type of scene, he can... Make you believe it.
0: He he yeah. He sells all of the all of the human emotions. <laughs> Unbelievable. So they're like they're sad, angry.
1: <laughs> they're riding in silence in the car. Things are a little tense. Uh, she wants to know, obviously, like so, how'd you wind up in jail, bud? Um, so he starts to give her the backstory. He says he was a cop in Atlanta seven years ago. Right. Um, that he had a partner. That he and his partner they didn't did, get along. didn't like each other. It was a weird thing. I don't really remember why. Yeah. I feel like, okay, I guess maybe. I got the impression he might actually remember why. And was just saying, like, I forget why he doesn't like me. Maybe. But, yeah, he says, like, oh, things used to go missing all the time. You know, we handled a lot of evidence and things would go missing. At one point, my partner was out of the office and he had had these bonds. Yeah. And then the bonds went missing police knock on my door, and what do you think they find in the closet? She's like, the Bonds. The bonds. He's like, she, he set you up. He's like, no, man, I stole them. <laughs> <laughs> I stole them, motherfuckers. <laughs> they have a good laugh about it. It's yeah. a really funny moment, because it takes that trope, yeah. you know, and just turns it on its head. He, uh,
0: he was not the victim of, of planting evidence. He <laughs> was guilty of a crime.
1: This was a great scene for Mitch. I love, yeah. I fucking love when he says, I never did one thing right in my life. You know that? Not one. Right. That takes skill. Yeah. I'm like, damn. Yeah, he's down on, he's down on himself.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, and that I could feel his pain, like, from the performance. Amazing stuff. Um, so then he tells her to give him back that money. He's going to, he'll take her where she wants to go. Yeah, He'll lease her as far as the train station. He
0: wants a chance to make an amend in life of some kind. Yeah, <laughs> I think
1: he's like, you know what? Let me try to do the right thing one time. Um, yeah, so then we're the next morning. They're pulling into the parking lot at the train station. Right. Uh, Mitch says, he's, I love They're this. They're
0: about 10 minutes early, and he says.
1: You always should show up to a meet early yes in, if you're like in spy world like this Agreed. an hour early you should yeah, show up for sure to survey the situation but yeah they show up he's going to the trunk he's like i got a bad feeling about this and pulls out a little uh, 38 snub nose
0: right <laughs> Puts keys in my left pocket
1: Da-na-na-na-na.
0: gun in the right hand side <laughs>
1: yeah samantha is looking at this conspicuous sign that says thin ice no skating okay all right sure stay <laughs> off stay off the
0: ice right um, I like the inside of this train station I like train stations anyway oh yeah for the most part I mean some of them are shitholes but I like this one <laughs> <laughs> it seems sort of like a callback to a bygone era right but I like that bar that said it oh
1: dude any train station I feel like is gonna have that old school feel I'm a I love
0: that shit I've I'm never a, taken a same. train ride I've never I've taken an Amtrak ride but it wasn't we, like we didn't stop at it. any like, like the cool. sleeper
1: cars yeah, and we, stuff yeah, like that we, yeah. we
0: didn't I mean, stay in a sleeper car because that shit's expensive. Yeah. We slept in our chairs. Yeah. But, um,
1: How did far th- did you go?
0: From just outside Madison, like 40 minutes outside Madison to West Glacier.
1: Oh, that's a like cross-country that's awesome. trip. Yeah, it was
0: great. Love was that. Awesome.
1: Yeah, I would like to spend more time in bars and train stations. Same,
0: today. baby, same.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I get that, so they walk in, the bar is like swinging at 11 in the morning, It's five, 10.50. It's 5 till
0: 11, let's call it, and Mitch goes to the bathroom singing, shake hands with the man. <laughs> Go, <laughs> shake hands with the man. Going <laughs> to shake hands with the man. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, we see an old man at the bar getting poured a glass of Makers. Hell yeah. I like his style. Yeah, I do too, and it's at that moment <laughs> that a beer lands in front of her.
1: yeah. It's early. It's early morning to be for the booze to be flowing. Like, yeah. I get that in an airport, yeah. it's twenty four seven because people are coming from all over, like, and they're on their own clock, their own time still. Right. And probably in a big train station, it's like that. Yeah. But in Chesterman, yeah, New Jersey, I don't, I don't, I don't I'm not so about sure. New I'm Jersey. not so sure Chesterman, New Jersey is like that. But you're right. The beer Budweiser arrives in front of her, and she didn't order it. it she just landed not. on the counter. Timothy swoops on in there. Fucking hell! Yeah, and he's like saying, "Oh, this is just another in a series of bad investments." And she's like, "Huh? What are
0: you talking about?"
1: Right? He's like, "Oh, I, I didn't see that ring on your finger when I sent the beer over," and she's like, "Oh, it's whatever, okay." And then she like starts to take a sip
0: of the beer without really. She's like, "Okay." Just absently. Yeah, and he's like, "Do I know you from somewhere?" (laughs) <laughs> that old line, but I, I like that he like walked. He's like, ooh, you know what? what? That's a that's, that's a total pickup line. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's actually pretty funny. I like I, his acting in that moment too. I
1: kind of am a fan of his game as well. Yeah, like if you're gonna say that and then call yourself out on it, I feel like you can still. I might have to put that one in my pocket. Oh my god. Put it in the arsenal. Don't forget, he's trying to kill her. <laughs> oh yeah, this is true. Uh, he seems genuinely amazed though that she doesn't recognize yeah he's sh-
0: he's like this look on his face he does it he does a great job of selling like wow you really actually don't know who i am and i can yeah. tell when someone's lying
1: that was a that i take it back that was creepy a th- creepy thing to say to a woman like oh i can tell when someone's lying to me well it's he's like trying to say that's a just smile on ominous his face. though it's an yeah. ominous thing to say because then you're it's it comes off as an accusation almost that yeah i can tell when someone's lying to me like yeah. yeah, I wouldn't yeah.
0: Well, he tries to like <laughs> debonairly like apologize for having bothered her and like, yeah. Lasers. He he
1: strolls off uh, at about the same time that uh, Mitch is coming back right. out of the bathroom. Uh, Timothy speaks to no one in particular, but I guess he's wearing a radio yeah, some or a wire. Yeah, he says, "All right, I've, I know what I need to know. Like, come in and kill them both um, here in public. Totally, Just dude. Get it done." There was a very weird, like, depth of field thing happening during I saw, shot, I noticed that too. Where it was one of those things where he was in the foreground and in focus, but, like, anything behind him was very much out of focus. Yeah, but then hilarious. on the other side of the screen, the bar was in focus. Yeah. Which happens a lot in movies, but typically you'd have Samantha and Mitch in focus. Right. And the bit that was in focus was just nothing of any relevance.
0: Maybe it was just someone made a choice that day.
1: Yeah, and, you usually have those lenses, like, custom-made for yeah. that one shot. Right. It was just—it was strange. They're like, we're going to try it. It was jarring visually. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, for sure. <laughs> um, Yeah, so Sam sees that there's a man walking towards them that right. she thinks might be the guy Waldman that they're supposed to be meeting. Surprise! It's, it's not. She's like, I think that might be him. And then they're like, well, does he look familiar to you? And she's like, yeah, maybe— And I'm like... How would she know? I also thought, like, typically, there's a picture of the author in the dust jacket of the book. Of the book. Like, maybe there would have been, but it also is maybe, what, it could be 10 years later from when the book was written. Like, it could be a 10 to 15-year-old picture or something. Yeah. This dude,
0: if you show me a picture,
1: he looked like, and he looked enough like what... Brian Cox might have looked like 15 years ago, that Perhaps, maybe yeah. even a picture wouldn't be quite enough. He had the hat on he looks the head. He's very glasses, put together. He's carrying tweed a newspaper. jacket, probably, yeah. and all yeah. that. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But
0: yeah, so he goes to. Uh, she says, Dr. Waldman? And he, like, sort of nods
1: at her. <laughs> he gives an awkward nod and then reaches to his newspaper and produces a pistol with a silencer attached. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. Surprise. It's not Waldman. That's not Waldman. <laughs> uh, this moment's awesome. Yeah. In an instant, she's she reaches into Mitch's pocket where he's got his snub nose and just starts shooting through a the shield, jacket.
0: Shield's gun, and then I get the feeling that like this is a moment where she starts going in and out of spy mode.
1: Yes, absolutely. Charlie took over.
0: Yeah, because she like fires off three shots at this dude and mows him down.
1: Just drills. At me. I mean, it was at a fucking sweet kill. Then Mitch, Mitch like goes, Jesus wept like an ex expl- like an expletive. <laughs> I didn't even John eleven thirty
0: five, and he like sees an Uzi that's on this dead body now, and grabs it, and they run, and every door that they run to is like,
1: Let's go this way. No, don't go that way. Let's go yeah, this way. it's very there's cartoonish. Bad guys coming out of the woodwork. Um, they start running. Well, there's a huge shoot 'em up. Yeah, these dudes are just mowing down travelers and Civilian, civilians. Yeah,
0: like workers of the train station. I gotta say,
1: in a train station shootout. If you're like a bellboy, you don't stand a chance. Because <laughs> these guys, if you're pushing a luggage cart, you're yeah. not going to make it out of you're here alive. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Shit.
1: Those dudes are getting mowed down, yep. dude. Unfortunately. Um, they start running upstairs uh, right. to collect themselves. Do you? Is it weird that a train station has this many floors? No. It felt to me like this... Seemed like the a real train station, especially yeah. that lobby area. So yeah. I was like, I
0: assume this is legit. Once upon a time, that like train stations were like Grand Central and Central Station in Detroit and stuff, they're like like paragons of uh, oh yeah. Of architectural Opulent, prowess. Like, yeah, yeah. exactly. Awesome.
1: Um cool. Yeah. <laughs> so Sam and Mitch, they get uh, they run up three or four flights of stairs, maybe. He's got the Uzi he gives to Sam. Right. Says just point and shoot. He's got his pistol. I got three shots left in the revolver. You got a full clip. Just point and spray. Then, and then... a grenade comes rolling up there where they are. <laughs> and he says, oh, fuck it. Run for your life. It's so good. <laughs> it really is amazing.
0: Uh, and then again, like she, so she killed the first guy and then I guess went back into Sam mode. Then she flips back into Charlie mode.
1: It's like that fi- whenever fight or flight kicks in. Yeah. It seems like then Charlie takes over. Yeah.
0: She grabs the revolver. Shoots out a window at at the end end of of the hallway, and
1: they run and jump through it. Is he dragging him along behind? Like by, her, I think they're just chasing well, the, By that
0: time, I feel like the grenade's gone off. The yeah. inexplicably fiery grenade.
1: That was like a brick of C four had gone off because it, <laughs> it was, was a, a a wall of flames chasing them down the hallway. Yeah, it looked hella
0: cool though. It looked very, very cool. The the uh, the effect is very awesome. But I feel like they're running together and they okay. jump out that window at the they same time. They died out
1: the window. Yeah, a huge burst of flame right behind them. It was a killer stunt. Definitely. Um, so now they're falling down towards that aforementioned thin ice thank goodness the ice is dead (laughs) she's got the machine gun and she starts shooting a hole in the ice like a circle in the ice below them they fall right into it busting down into the water right um they surface and they're both like "Ah." and then you see them then it just cuts to their running away because getting out of that hole in the ice would be an endeavor
0: Even if the ice was thin, like you'd have to as you try to get a as you
1: try to get a grip, you'd be Uh, breaking more off. Yeah, it'd be very hard to get yourself out of that situation. So they just chose not to show it. Agreed, (laughs) it would have wasted time. Uh, Yeah, but they're they're running, they're soaking wet. Uh, there's more sort of goons now in the parking well, lot.
0: Well, we get that that bit must have happened while she was in a trance state because as they're running up those stairs, she says, what's happened? What happened? And Mitch says, I saved your ass. It was great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mitch is fucking killer, dude. I love him. I guess she sort of loses time whenever Charlie takes over. Yeah, She's just so. unaware of yeah, what happened. Agreed. Okay. So now another goon is there in the parking lot. He sees him and starts shooting at him. Uh, and then he gets hit by a car. Right. And it's the real Waldman, Yay, Brian Waldman. Cox, who didn't, who chose not to show up early. <laughs> yeah. He should have. Well, maybe I mean, he showed he, up on time. Well, but then he, he was heard on the time. gunfire. He was on time for sure. Yeah. But I'm just like, he's if he's an old school spy, I would think he'd also whatever. Okay. It's all good. He showed up in the nick of time. How about that? For sure. Tells him to get in the car. Uh, they pile in. I feel like Mitch says, "We just jumped out of a building," and he's like. Yes, it was very exciting, and tomorrow we'll go to the zoo. Right.
0: <laughs> Does that do anything
1: for you? I read
0: somewhere that that line was recycled from another script.
1: Yes, I saw the same. It was from Last Boy Scout, but I don't think it was actually said in that No, movie. yeah, Maybe it was something he just... that he like,
0: back-pocketed.
1: But Waldman's got a lot of sarcasm in him, <laughs> we see. Uh, he starts telling Samantha that, like, look, if we talk in front of this guy, you might have you to might kill, have to him, kill later. him later. If that's good with you, it's okay with me. He hands her a gun, then he pulls another gun out, I think. Jesus,
0: old man, how many of those things you got?
1: Yeah, and uh, Waldman tells him, I carry three. One on the shoulder, one on the hip, and another one right here next to Mr. Wally. Right,
0: that (laughs) that it's unlikely that any agents would ever frisk him in his groin area and find that gun. So I was like,
1: okay. uh, okay. Brian Cox is delivering all these lines with relish. He's awesome. Yeah, so he tells uh, Samantha, her name is Charlene. And uh, she needs to forget about all the school teacher bullshit. Right. Because that was just her cover. Right. You know, that she's really an elite assassin, uh, whatever. And then she's saying, like, no, it's not cover. I really am a teacher, this, that. And he's saying, like, you know, bullshit. Yeah.
0: She's <laughs> like, like, I'm in the goddamn PTA. Well, he's
1: basically saying, you got your cover confused with your real life after that head injury. I right. Guess, exactly. Right.
0: So. Um, and he says, he says she's an assassin working for the U.S. government and that he trained her.
1: And Mitch is just like, get the fuck out of here. Like <laughs> he's laughing like, his ass off. Cackling. It's wonderful. It's good stuff. Yeah. Um. Then he gives a lot of unnecessary backstory. Right. I feel they, like. they
0: pulled over on the side of the road and they're like changing clothes and stuff. And he's like sipping from a hip flask telling her about her childhood.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Our dad was Royal Irish Rangers uh, in Belfast. He was murdered and just... I feel like there's a lot of stuff that yeah, we don't need that has no this. bearing on the story. But
0: the only the only connection that we need, he like says it because it's like, then Perkins adopted you and recruited you to be in I the guess took her on very young and yeah. trained
1: her for this specific for purpose. Chester. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of extra we don't really need. Then gives us more, says in October 1988, she was assigned to take out a munitions dealer named Daedalus and his enforcer Timothy. Uh huh. So this now we're getting into shit that actually has any uh, bearing on this story. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so that's when she went missing. Everyone, I guess, thought she was dead. She turned up uh, eight years later. And he says a good deal frumpier. <laughs> <laughs> Cold. Dude, this Ouch. is a complex plot.
0: It, it reminded is. me of.
1: It reminded me of. Uh, the Born Legacy, the mm-hmm. one with Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Where I was like, this movie should be good, but the plot is just so much more complicated than the than the Jason Bourne movies agreed. had been.
0: Agreed. And those
1: worked, I think, because the plot was not any more complicated than it needed to be. Sure. And this one just has a million little threads going a million directions. Yep. agreed. So I think uh, Shane Black fell in love with, I, I promise you this script was very long. Before, oh certainly, I think there was a certain big thing. So yeah, it's a complex as plot. Now, off screen, yeah, Mitch has been getting dressed in clothes from the trunk that I guess belong to. Yeah,
0: we think they must belong to the Doctor Waldman.
1: Yeah, because he pulls on this turtleneck that we did see Waldman wearing earlier in the house. Right, it's like this golden turtleneck. Yeah, and he's got now a green fuzzy hat he's on. He's wearing he's
0: wearing the turtleneck with a cardigan over that with. A green sports coat over that yeah, with, some plaid, with some plaid pants, and then a different color green fuzzy flat cap.
1: Uh huh, and some like burgundy penny loafers, extra those shiny. Sh- those
0: shoes are amazing, like patent leather, like burgundy shoes. He looks pimpish, yeah, in he, a good way. Yeah, <laughs> in a good way. Very much so.
1: Um, but yes, it he looked fucking amazing, and he also finds a tire iron in right. the trunk. Yeah, so he sort of comes up, says like, look. Samantha, we don't need to be trusting this guy. I feel like it's a setup. You know what I mean? I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why. You just saw this guy hit a guy who was about to kill you with a car. Yeah, he saved you. And now you think that he's in league with those guys trying to help them kill you.
0: Yeah, I don't understand why he would be incredulous.
1: Yeah, I get being a little suspicious, but this dude is, if he's trying to help the guys that he just helped you escape from, that just doesn't make sense. Yeah, and then
0: he says, oh, I guess they knew where we were because they tapped your phone and, and... Waldman's like, yeah, I know that sounds ridiculous, but that's that's how it must have happened in yeah. Mitch didn't buy in it.
1: It would have been such a long con to be yeah. the way that um Mitch seems to think it is. Right. But yeah. At any rate, he uh he sort of starts to grapple with Waldman. Waldman right. kicks him or knees him in the balls. Knees him in the balls. Uh Samantha jumps in to help Mitch. Right. She sort of pulls his jacket up over his head or throws a jacket over his head. She
0: throws Mitch's leather jacket over Waldman's head and then Mitch hits him with the tire iron and pushes him down. Yeah. And then they, they get in the car and take off.
1: Yeah. So in the car they're driving. Sam says we need to find someone else to help us figure out what's going on. She says are you thinking what I'm thinking? And Mitch says, <laughs> Mitch says, I hope not because I'm thinking how much my balls hurt. Ouch. I love that line too. Right in the ornaments. Uh, <laughs> in the jingle bells. <laughs> That's right. Uh, what? Sam thinks they should go to the address from the postcard that was meant to have been her ex fiance I still
0: don't know why you wouldn't call first, but okay. Yeah,
1: Mitch seems to recognize that this is not a great idea. Yeah. But she says basically what? This is our only lead, so we don't really have a choice. Right. Um, so we cut to, they're rolling down the driveway to this amazing farmhouse.
0: It's like a dream spread. It's this giant yeah. barn with a mill wheel and a, this beautiful house.
1: Absolutely. It's, it's, a, I'm it's sure a killer there spread. there are horses Stone there. Stone
0: fences and animals and things. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, Guy is out here splitting wood. It's Like a man. It's David Morse. Yay! Um, yeah. So she calls out to him, I think. He turns around, sees... Charlie yeah. or Samantha or whoever she is at this She's point. She's like, Your name is Luke, and I think that we used to be in love or we were going to get I married. I think we were going to get married once. Right. And he seems very happy to see her. And, yeah, like drops all the firewood and is like, Charlie, he says, oh baby. And like picks her up and they're hugging. Bullshit. <laughs> No fucking way, dude. Like, you, alarm bells would be going off in my head if this guy seems this happy Do you to think see it me? should
0: have been more like Helen Hunt and Castaway at the airport, just, like, fainting? Yeah.
1: Or just, like, where the fuck did you go? Why yeah. did you never... You just left, and you never contacted That's me again. That's some bullshit. You ghosted out on me. I thought you were dead, or whatever. But, yeah, he's just, happy like... Happy reunion! Yeah, it's totally, like, he's... After eight years, I don't think anyone acts like this to it's, see the it's person It's hard to
0: say how how I would feel... In a situation like that, when a person that I was supposed supposedly in love with just disappeared like that,
1: yeah. without a word. You would either be have grieved them and moved on, or you think that they ghosted out on you and abandoned you, in which right. case you wouldn't necessarily be happy to see them.
0: So you're saying either grief or anger or something would have it surfaced? It should have been more
1: just like a shock. Once, it should have been shock. Not, baby! Baby! Oh, baby! Oh, like He was acting about the way you would react when someone came back from a week out of town.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Not eight years of assumed death. Well, it's funny you should mention being suspicious because...
1: Yes. Good old Mitch, he pulls out the gun, points it at Luke and says, she's my only daughter and I don't quite trust you yet.
0: He's sort of like Luke nods in understanding.
1: <sighs> I liked it.
0: I don't know what to make of this situation, but...
1: Mitch trusts no one. At all. Which is probably smart, I guess. Right. But yeah, I, I dug it, especially in this moment. He had the good sense. It's how he survived this long. He didn't even want to come here, so yeah. It's this
0: kind of intuition that's going to see him through to Christmas. <laughs> but we're going to have to talk about that a different Yeah,
1: day. we're going to get to that next time, you guys. Hope you're having a happy holidays. Happy holidays, you guys. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back. Christmas.